Cargos. If you couldn't Crocs. tell from the theme song, that is us. We are Crocs and Cargos. I don't know which one of us is Crocs and which one is Cargos, but that is us, Crocs and Cargos. Uh, episode I'm gonna, 19 I'm gonna, at you. You know what? I've never thought about this before, but I'm taking Crocs. I like you're Crocs. Crocs? Yeah, you, you're right. stuck with you Cargos. Some, yeah, with the diapers stuck in them? Awesome. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> episode right. 19 here. Uh, Jeff Godowski with you, as always. Uh, we've got my good friend. My good friend Scott Corland, who can't shut up for more than thirty seconds, uh, he's here with us as always, as well. This is your uh, friendly neighborhood dad podcast, your dad cast, everything dad and dad like coming at you. Uh, this is episode nineteen. We've been at this for a while. Hopefully, uh, you've either been with us for a while, I know, or or you're just catching us for the first couple times here. But uh, welcome, either way. Glad that you're with us. Uh, and so uh, we, let's jump into it, Scott. Uh, what's uh, what's been going on this week? Anything anything exciting going on? It definition of exciting. It is exam week for the children at school. So uh, there's there's nothing better than ninety minute exam periods of terror as uh, students sit for geometry, algebra one, all the good stuff going on. Um, you know, it's a it's also a time of reflection, uh, as we point out, and we'll talk about next week as well. Um, you know, New Year's resolutions don't always come January 1st to uh, high school freshmen, but they definitely come second semester. You know, oh, I'm going to do this different. Oh. I'm going to do this different, you know, and hey. That GPA isn't quite where I want it to be. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's funny, amazing what a little report card will do sometimes to put things in focus. But um, <laughs> uh, things, things are good on the home front. You know, we've had a, we've had a warm spell here at home. All the snow melted. Uh, everything's off the ground. Got a chance. Actually, Jack and I went out biking. Well, he went biking. I went jogging with him. Um, neighbors thought we were crazy, but you know, it was, it was a good day out there. I uh, got some exercise in, uh, cold snap coming back in. Unfortunately, I think, you know, it's crazy. We, we're not going to keep 50 degree weather in January. So who knew, uh, Charlotte has, uh, turned into a bruiser. Well, bruiser one way or the other, uh, the last couple of weeks she, uh, she's, you know, she's, into her body all right you know she's she's at the point now where she sees people do things like get into chairs get out of chairs get into you know when she like she's like i want to do that too <laughs> she doesn't quite have the dexterity and physicality to do it um consistency so she's been taking some tumbles the last couple of weeks here but uh you know hey comes to give lumps in life yeah, yeah, it happens, man. That's uh, it's part of growing up, part of learning the learning the trade. Is, uh, so what what's been up with the Godowskis? Oh, uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, we had uh, an exciting night last week, uh, Friday. We are hosting our our twin club parents in a uh, a euchre party, and uh, our our nanny's daughter was supposed to babysit for us. Uh, she was supposed to be there at like six o'clock. Party started at seven, so I'm shoveling the driveway. To. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm shoveling the driveway, trying to get all the extra snow off at the end. And uh, I look at the watch; it's like six twenty, and she's not here. That's not like her. So I go inside. Nicole tells me that uh, the babysitter got rear-ended uh, coming into our sub. Uh, our sub, as you are turning left to come in. It's one of those where it's just a two-lane road, but there's the passing lane around us on the right. And so, uh -huh. you know, you're stopped. You got your blinker on. People go around you to the right. Well, apparently this guy didn't 
see her, didn't know she was there, whatever, and just slammed right into her. Uh, totaled his car. Um, they The person behind him stopped to tell our babysitter that this guy had been driving erratically. Uh, so the cops came and took him away. He was drunk. So a drunk driver rear-ended our babysitter at uh, 6 o'clock on a Friday uh, right outside our sub. And she she came, her her mom, who was our nanny, came and picked her up and made sure she was okay and, and everything was good and brought her into the house where we already had people there by this t- this point. And so the, uh, the babysitter's sitting there and she just doesn't look good. And she's like, I, she sits down on the floor. She's like, I can't, I can't do this. Well, they take her to the hospital. She's got a concussion. I mean, she's, yeah, yeah I mean, she got hit pretty hard. So she stayed home from school for a couple of days. It's, uh, it kind of wrecked her pretty good. So that was, uh, that was exciting. So I spent the, the Euchre party watching the girls until they fell asleep. Hey. So I, uh, you know, not always a bad you know, thing. Sometimes I, I don't silver. Sil- I don't do well. Silver lining crowd. So <laughs> silver lining. You you took next to last at the party back in December. So maybe you just saved yourself from. That you is know? true. Saved myself some embarrassment. <laughs> no, it was uh, it um, worked out. It have you ever, out. have you ever, have you ever been in a major accident? Uh, not while driving. No. Yeah, I um I had not either until just just about a year and a half ago. I got hit. I'm from a wrestling meet. A kid turned into me. He was turning left and apparently didn't see me and turned right into me. Um, that that when you started talking about it, I remember the the police officer telling me, and he's like, "Hey, you have so much adrenaline going right now. Like you're gonna you're gonna make it home, but I want you to know." you're going to crash and like, you're just so tense. You just, you, you're so balled up. You got all this, you know, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. And then he was totally right. He's, you know, it's amazing. They do this thing for a living. So, um, well, she, I, I'm, I'm hoping she's doing well now and, and a little bit recovered. So. Yeah. As far as um, I know, she's, uh, she's, she's doing better, which is good. <clears throat> and then, uh, today dad came over, we're replacing the, uh, the fireplace. We are retiling. So that's uh, exciting. Then we had a little tile, matching tile over by the sliding door where our dog door is. So we tore that up uh, while I was at school. And I got an email from Nicole saying, I got bad news. There's mold under the tile. So apparently Mm -hmm. our dog door had let snow and water and everything in over the last four or five years. And that seeped down into the wood. And so now it's just a whole big ordeal. You know, no project's ever easy. It's always takes twice as long as you think it's going to take. So it's just another, <laughs> another thing we got to deal with here. Well, Hey, you know, it, it, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, uh, glad the, uh, the week's going well for you. Let's, uh, let's roll into our dad of the week and let's hear that tasty jam. Dad, dad, dad of the week. We're talking dad, dad, dad of the week. Look at that bad dad with Crocs on his feet. Dad, 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 dad of the week. Hey, there it is, dad of the week. What do you? Who do you got for us today, Scott? All right, so I, I for those of you who pay attention or uh, you know have listened to once or twice, I'm in the middle of wrestling season. I'm coaching. Uh, hashtag dad coach. Uh, it's tough. It's it's real tough, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this in the main topic. But uh, when I when I saw we were going to talk about what what I wanted to recognize is our dad this week is a gentleman who was one of my coaches. I don't believe 
Uh, you you did have him as a coach. You might have had him as a teacher, though, back at, at our high school. Uh, his name is Bob Smith. And I want to give like just the loudest and strongest shout out to Bob Smith because I'm pretty convinced. I went back through and I really tried to detail all of them. I think Coach Smith might be the only dad of a varsity level caliber that didn't get divorced at some point while while wow. I was playing. Wow. And it well, I just like it's 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 both humorous and not humorous, where it's like, listen, we both know in our limited experience that being a dad is a challenging thing. And being a, being a husband is a challenging thing. And doing both of those things really well on their own is a really challenging thing. And then you go ahead and you leave for months on end until 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., whatever it is when you get home from games, practice, invitational, et cetera. Um, and all I can think in retrospect is that there's a man who just balance his life and devote himself to his family when he was there. Um, twice this week, I've used your uh, your screensaver in different discussions with people. And, you know, for those of you who don't remember, Jeff's got a screensaver in his classroom that says, be where your feet are. And that, and that whole idea of, you know, wherever you happen to be, put your mind in where your physical space in. And I, I, I truly remember that. Coach Smith was a man who practiced you know, he was all in, but at the same time, knowing him, cause you know, his wife was our art teacher in elementary school. So I knew his family a little bit when he was at home, he was at home. You know, he loved it. He loved his daughter dearly. You know, Sam, who's a, a good person, a good friend growing up. Um, you know, he loved his wife. They loved spending time together. They loved being together. And just, just now for the last decade in coaching with just young children, I'm amazed at how successful he was at all of those things. And, and I'm sure there were, you know, I'm sure there were messy parts to, to his life, just like there are messy parts to our life, but consistency and of being there, you know, in whatever he was doing. And, and I just want to kind of give that a shout out, you know, I, yeah, coach Smith used to be on Twitter when he was running the, the cross country. So I, you know, give him a shout out there, but truth is you're just talking about a guy who, and everything he did. And I just want to kind of recognize that today as we talk about that. So. Yeah, it's great. I, I did. Uh, I did know uh, Mr. Smith. Uh, he was a he was a gym teacher, right? Ed typing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did a little bit of a uh, couple different things, but uh, my senior year, he, I was, I had him for for gym, and um, I would always try harder than everybody else in gym, uh, just because that's how I roll. You know, I got one speed, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and so he noticed that, he, and he convinced me to to come out for track, uh, senior year of which I lasted like three days. But because uh, <laughs> once I realized that other people weren't trying as hard as they could during gym, and they were actually faster than me, uh, it all kind of fell apart there. But no, he once you started talking to, about him, you know, I remember the same thing. I remember he was just he was just a good guy, like. You yeah. look back and you're like, you can't really say much bad about Mr. Smith. He was, he was a good guy. I mean, whatever he did, you you respected, which is, which is awesome. And like you said, that balancing, and that's, that's our main topic today. We'll get into, but that balancing act between uh, being a husband, being a, a father, being a coach, we've both done it, right? I mean, kids, wife, varsity sport. I mean, both of us have, have done that. And so for him to do it for so long, 
so successful is is very admirable. So uh, yeah, great uh, great choice there on Coach Bob Smith and our Dad of the Week. Dad, Dad, Dad of the Week. We're talking Dad, Dad, Dad of the Week. Look at that bad dad with Crocs on his feet. Dad, 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 dad of the Week. Yeah. All right. So uh, as I mentioned, our our topic today is is balancing kids and life, which is a, a delicate balance. It's a delicate thing. <laughs> sounds, sounds impossible. Actually. It, it really is impossible, uh, you know, but we try to do the best that we can. Uh, and we're going to come at this from, from whatever angle we, we want throughout this whole conversation. But I, I think that's a, a good jumping off point that uh, it's, it's not possible to be the same person you were before kids. Once you have kids, it's not possible. You can't live the same life. You are different. And anybody that has kids, of course, knows that. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have kids or, or at least know people that are in your circle that have kids. But I was thinking about the different types of parents that are out there. Um, and, you know, we've heard you and I have both kind of talked about our, our view on this a little bit. But I, I kind of see it as kid centric and parent centric. Uh, kid centric where the world revolves around your kid and, and we're doing everything for this kid and everything that we can. Um, whereas parent centric is we're living our life to the most that we can. And if, you know, whatever happens to the kid happens. Now these are two very extreme cases, right? Very extreme, but the, they're the two sides of it and you got to find a balance somewhere. So really where do you see yourself, you and, and Megan, in this kind of uh, dichotomy here? Where, which end of the spectrum do you kind of push towards? I, I think it's that continuum, that, that sliding scale, if you will. I think it's, I think it's something that's constantly in motion is, is where I would actually answer, which is maybe hedging my, my bet here. But, um, <laughs> you know, when you, when you got the little, when you got the little eight month old and, you know, the best they could do is sit up and smile and giggle, you know, and you're, and you're not crawling and stuff like you're totally till still parent centric, you know, maybe bedtime has changed going out has changed, but uh, to be honest, you know, like in hindsight, babysitting an eight month old is a breeze, you know, when it comes down to it, cause I don't do anything, um, other than, you know, dote. And, uh, it, it, and then there kind of comes that time. And we talked a little bit about it a couple episodes with, uh, the, the church and sports and things like that, where all of a sudden activities just blossom, you know, the opportunities. And it typically seems to be around kindergarten age, which is really where Jack's starting to hit his stride. You know, he's starting to go to, to Wednesday night live down at the church. He's going to probably, right. Yeah, he's he was yep the twinkle twinkle tonight. Um, he's he's probably gonna you know be joining a t-ball team in the spring into the summer. Um, you know it's it's the age where you start seeing like all of these things available at school that they can participate at, and I think that that slider probably shifts towards kid centric at that point. And I don't, I you know one of the things from watching my coworkers who have older kids is just pay attention to how far it goes kid centric. Um, and I don't know, is it maybe, maybe people don't believe that, that there's too far of a kid centric. Maybe there are people who believe, Hey, you got 18 years. You spend those 18 years working as hard as you can for your kid. And you can spend the rest of your 50 years, you know, doing whatever you want. And maybe that's, that's their life motto. But I know from, from my experiences, I guess is like, 
hey, don't neglect your parent-centric view for 18 years because it usually doesn't go well, I hear. So right. <laughs> what right. uh what are what are your thoughts, you know? Yeah, so I Nicole and I when we were pregnant and we were talking and all of our our friends from from my school and my coworkers, they all had kids before us. And, and so we kind of saw them drop out of the world. You know, they we used to hang out. We used to go to people's houses. We used to grab dinner. And then one by one, they started disappearing from that. You know, oh, they have a kid. And, oh, we have to be home at a certain time because so-and-so has to go to sleep. Or we can't go out because blah, blah, blah. We don't have babysitters. And we said we're not going to be like that. We don't want, we don't want to be those people that drastically changes our lives just because our, we have a kid, you know, we want to still be able to go out. We still want to be able to hang with friends. We want to be able to go to concerts. We want to, so I, and I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Um, it's tough though. Obviously it's not the exact same, you know, we're not the same people. We don't do the same amount of stuff, but we've kept our, Michigan football tickets. We've kept our Broadway season tickets for in Grand Rapids here. You know, there are certain things that we just, we want to continue to do because as you said, I think there's that too far of kid centric, you know, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to get there. I don't want to get where everything that we want to do is off the table and we have to do what is with the kid. Right. Uh, if that makes sense. Um, but I, there are a lot of factors that play into that. You know, it's, it's, do you have babysitters that you trust? You know, do you have family members around that can help you out? Uh, if you don't, then yeah, you're, if, if your kid goes to bed at seven, Hey, I gotta be home at seven. You know, I, yeah. I can't go out. I can't, I can't do this. But if you have somebody you can trust to put your kids down, that opens up a whole lot more stuff that you can do. Yeah. You know, and then, there's the other aspect of it, which I think I think that you guys, their job of keeping that parental kind of independence going than than we did, is the bad doing it. Not just that I can't do it or I have to, but like I feel bad leaving my kid at home. I know for for Megan and I, we've had a conversation with is that our kids spent an inordinate amount of time when we're in the middle of the school year because the AM to let's go on the early side, you know, four of one of us picking three 30, maybe it's like, that's a full work day of them being away from us. And so then we come home, let's say we do dinner an hour and a half. And then it's like, all right, I'm going to go out now and do my thing. You know, yeah, uh, I, we got a babysitter, we got grandma, we got a cousin or somebody who can watch. And I know that that's been a, a struggle for us is like, well, hang out with our kids too, you know? And, and, and I realize there's that mixture of bedtime because you're right. If, if you utilize the post bedtime time, there's an amazing amount of time out there. You have to, then, you have to utilize that. But then there's that, well, you know, Jack's got a little bit of cold. He's probably going to pop up out of bed a couple of times. So really bedtime might be eight o'clock, 
but he's going to be engaging with whoever's there really until nine, nine thirty. Like tonight, I, you know, I just the reason I was a little bit late getting on is is he's got a little bit of sore throat, and it's like hour and a half of interactivity. So I, I think that that's definitely a pressure that we as parents feel. Can I physically do it? You know, have somebody babysit my kids or take care of them. But the other side is like, should I have somebody else do it? Ever had discussions or or or, or thoughts or feelings on that one? Yeah, I, I can tell you that that is uh, not how we feel. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and I don't, you know, I, and I don't know if that makes me sound bad or what, but uh, I, 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 I hate to play the the twin card, but I think it's so much when we're when we have both of them. You know, it's it's so draining that if we can get away, <laughs> we're gonna get away. Like if if we can if we can call up grandma and she can come and do bedtime and sit on the couch for a couple hours, we're going to do it because it's just, it's so much for us to go to work, come home, be nonstop. And, and it takes both of us, right? I mean, if we're both home, we're, we're both with the girls. I mean, mm-hmm. we can do it just one, but it's, I have, I, have it's two, I have two kids. Kid, Jack or Jeff, I have two kids. I know how this goes. Okay. It's like having twins. It's it's the same <laughs> thing. It's the same thing. Uh, you know. So, but we've never had that that real feeling, and we've actually talked about that as we've gone out before. Um, you know, I, do do we feel bad that we're going out? And no, because we need to do stuff for ourselves too. You know, we 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 got to look out for number one. Um, so I, yeah, I, I guess I, I agree to disagree. I see your point. Absolutely. And and I've heard that mm-hmm. from other people. I just, for whatever reason, I don't, we don't have that same idea, I guess, uh, behind it. Well, and, and like I said, I think that time also not, not corrects you. You know, I don't want to pretend like what you're doing is wrong and what we're doing is right, because right. trust me, we've had discussions where we're like, we need to be more parent centric, you know? Um, I think I think the time slides differently. Like I say, you know, at Jack at eighteen months, a lot different than having you know two years. Really, you, you girls are are pretty much sitting on that door. Um, you know, it's a lot different than the the four and a half and and two year old. So there's just a different level of engagement, I think, too, that goes with time. And that's what's one of those things that I think keeps revealing itself. You know, I have, like I said, I, the coworkers, and I'm sure you have some too. Like their schedule is slammed with. Girl Scouts, gymnastics, dance recital, absolutely. You know, back to studying, tutoring, swim lessons, whatever it may be. And I, <clears throat> I'm a person who thinks that those parents in those situations do that to themselves, you know, because not every minute of our childhood was definitely scheduled, and you don't have absolutely. to schedule every. You know, your right. your child, parents, your child will live if he's not a Cub Scout. You know, your child will live if he doesn't go to a dance recital. Um, yeah, it's great to do all those things, but you don't have yeah. to do all of those things, right? Yeah, and it's and, and I, I I don't know, maybe there's that, I, I guess I'm not here yet, but I, I feel like I'm, we're on the door of maybe there's that fear of missing out that people talk about, you know? Almost. Maybe they're sitting there and they're like, oh man, well, well, their kid does, you know, T-ball and their kid, you know, goes to gymnastics and, and it's like, well, so our kid needs to too. 
I've never been a big fan of the keeping up with the Joneses. Um, and I think that'll help us in a lot of ways with that mentality. But at the same time, I'm sure that's going to be a pressure that comes up socially too. Well, well why isn't Jack in the, in the Cub Scouts, you know? Right. And I think part of that's going to come from the kid too, you know, as they get older. Well, so-and-so's doing this. Can I do it? So-and-so's in dance. Can I do it? You know? So I think it's going to, as we go on, I think you're right. I think we're definitely going to get more busy. We're, we're going to be adding stuff to our schedule and, and, you know, you, you just hope that the two kids can head in the same direction at the same time instead of opposite directions all the time, you know, and alternating and, and taking up your entire week rather than just a couple nights. You, you mentioned um, kind of moving moving here about going to Michigan game still and doing the opera and stuff like that. Um, I I would say, you know, I, I'm kind of hedging here a little bit, but because uh, because the Michigan games are not really close to you. Uh, right. One of the struggles that I have now living in the major Detroit market is possible to take the family four to games with any regularity whatsoever. So, you know, you're talking about pretty much just going just us once in a while and stuff like that. Now, football, it's a shortened schedule, six games, seven games at most, right? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's maybe, maybe that's just something I'm not approaching from the same angle there, but that's, that's definitely something that we, uh, cut down on you know we we used to have orchestra tickets and and i used to have tiger tickets and in the end it was kind of one of those things of just spent a whole work day now i'm gonna leave for four hours to go to a baseball game um you guys though still really value that i know obviously you're very close to the university and things like that um are there other things that you guys still engage with regularly i know one time uh one or both of you was in band orchestra out there right yeah so there are some things that we we've given up you know, we were both in a community band uh, out here. And, and as soon as Nicole went on bed rest, we both kind of gave that up. Um, you know, it's we used to do um, the the symphony orchestra as well as the Broadway. We've we've stopped that. Uh, so we've had I had season tickets, partial season tickets to the Whitecaps before. I mean, there's yeah, there are some things that we've had that we've given up, but you know, we've made decisions, conscious decisions on what do we still want to do? You know, what do we want to hold yeah. on to? Because because we want part of us, you know, we still want to be us. So what do we want to hold on to? And and that's Michigan and that's that's music. I mean, we, we love music. We love Broadway. So that's uh, that's kind of what we stuck with. Um, doesn't mean that we don't do other stuff. It's just it, this is like a guaranteed date night. This is a guaranteed. This is what we're doing these days. Yeah. Uh, it's like date night with a purpose. Yeah. 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 So speaking of uh, how, I mean, do you guys get out date nights, you know, or just anniversary, just Valentine's day? I mean, how do we, how do we work that for just uh, some alone time there? It's kind of, it's kind of a mixture of both. I would say that we are definitely worse at things during the school year than we are during the summer. Um, and part of that is because for both of us being teachers, you know, the, the burden of free time really, is there during the summer in the sense of, you know, having more engagement, being with the kids during the day when they're not in daycare and stuff. Um, the school year can be a long, cold, dark winter, you know, in some ways. And and we have, you know, openly had that discussion of like, hey, we need to schedule this once a month. You know, we need to put it on there. I, you know, uh, you, you've known me long enough and and listeners, if you've paid attention long enough, I, I am certainly full of contradictions. <laughs> 
one of the things that I find a contradiction of is like planning a date night just doesn't sit well with me because it's like, but a, a date night is like a romantic. It's like, you know, there and I'm like, but then I plan it and then I don't, right. It doesn't serve its purpose anymore. And I get stressed because I have to go on a date night and what, what if something comes up and da, da, da. So like, I, I'm really bad at doing date night on that. I'm way more. And of course, Megan is, is the opposite of the coin. I'm way more like, Hey, it's Thursday. Things are good. We got a couple free hours. Why don't we go down and, you know, grab a bite to eat or something. We'll drop the kids off at grandma's. And, and we kind of balance between those two. So I, we've we've done some scheduling we've done some purposeful date nights um and at the same time we've we've also tried to kind of have some spontaneous and this is this is kind of one of those i guess maybe guilt things again is out with them you know i i <laughs> i i enjoy sure. cracking peanuts and stuff you know and and it's just i don't know maybe 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 to our own detriment we we kind of fall into that sucker but like i said we're 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 definitely not perfect on that um do you guys schedule regular stuff uh aside you from put on a spreadsheet <laughs> well we are a spreadsheet family uh aside from you know the the stuff that's scheduled kind of for us based on our our subscriptions or our our season tickets whatever uh we try to make it a point to I don't know, you know, every two, three weeks, get out and do something. If we don't have anything scheduled, we, we want to, I'll call up or I'll text the in-laws and ask if they'll watch the girls for a night or we'll just, we'll make sure that we go do that. Uh, it's not easy sometimes, you know, with busy schedules and everything, but uh, I, I think it is important, right? And, and I came across this article um, and the, and the headline is the case for putting my wife before my children. And uh, it was, it was a pretty interesting read, uh, you know, and, and I'll read you that, the kind of the bolded headlines of, of why it's so important to have that relationship with your, your spouse and the kids. Uh, one said a healthy marriage is the cornerstone of the home, right? I mean, that's, that's where it started. Before them, it was us. So it, it's it started with you guys, and then the kids are a result of that. So you know you want to you want to keep that solid foundation. Uh, it says after them, it will be us. So after they're gone, you you still have to live with that person, right? So you gotta you gotta foster that relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're they're gonna be gone in sixteen years, and, and will you still have that good relationship with that significant other after they're gone? You know, and I think that's that's important. Um, and then another one was we need to set a future example. So making sure that your kids, and, and I, I know it's a little young right now for our kids to, to see and kind of understand that, but it's important that our kids understand what a marriage is and, and what a relationship looks like and, and how you love somebody and, and what you do to take care of that. So it's, it was, it was just an interesting read. It was, uh, on babble.com. I don't know. It was by Mike Berry. If you want to look it up. But uh, it was it was an interesting read. The way you kind of described it and couched it, it is. And then I think uh, I mentioned that earlier. There definitely is. You got seventy years of your life with your life partner, and you got twenty years, you know, your house. But then I also am interested in the sense of like just kind of a 20th century mentality 
we have seen, at least in our area, a large uptick in old family and households, historically going earlier than 1900. You know, it wasn't so much the nuclear family of just the parents and kids. You know, there were grandparents in the house. We might have cousins or aunts or uncles who lived there. And maybe you're selling your, your family short. The argument then before your life partner was your parents, right? You know, they, right. they were there first, you know, because of your parents and what they instilled in you and the person you became under them. Spouse liked you and chose to be with you. And, you know, did, I, did I, I don't we know. Become, but did we become that person? Because our parents had time for each other and our parents showed us what it was to be a spouse, right? I mean, so it's, that falls into it too. Yeah, no, it's a, a, I don't know if I want to use the word quandary or paradox, but uh, right. I'm going to use them anyway, because I like them, <laughs> they sound good. Um, that's an interesting take there. I just, I, I it's, it's, it's certainly something to kind of, to sit on and, and like a, from the get-go, it's a continuum. There's a sliding scale here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And, and I don't, I don't know if there's, but I think, I think that idea of just being mindful of where you are and how far you are one direction yeah right and and even beyond that let's let's get beyond the let's get beyond the uh the spouse aspect of it let's let's talk about just you like you as a you know looking out for number one looking out for yourself you know if you've got errands to run you're you need exercise we got to work out right we got it we got certain stuff that we want to do we want to take care of ourselves we want to do this that uh it's it's difficult right i mean it's tough to make time for yourself. You talked about today or yesterday, you, you went out for a jog while Jack was bike riding. That's great. If you can do that together, um, you know, but there are, I mean, I, I want to, I got this new, new gym that I'm, I'm going to, but it only has certain times. Like it's, it's class-based, right? So there's only certain times. So I, I'm looking at my schedule. I wrote all the possible classes down on a piece of paper yesterday. I'm crossing off ones I know I can't go to because either I need to be home to watch the kids or in a couple of weeks, we're starting sports class with the girls. So we got to cross those times off. So I'm looking at, do I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go before school? Or do I leave during dinner time one night? Like it's, it's trying to find time for yourself as well to take care of yourself. Cause we talked with the men's health episode that, that we got to take care of ourselves too, you know? So that's, that's part of it as well. I think that the me time, the the focus on number one kind of time in there is something where there you find a lot of time. There's a lot of time in our lives to focus on you personally, if you if you look for them. Um, I was reminded of a, a t-shirt a uh, football team had. It said eighty six thousand four hundred on the back of it, and the number signifies the number of seconds in a day. And the whole point is like every time you let it slip away. You, you you just let it drift off in there. Like, what could you have done with that moment? What could you have done with one of those 86,400 times? And, and I think personally that I take a lot of me time. And I might waste most of that me time, but that's me taking that me time and wasting it. So to that original quote of like, when I'm, when, it, when I'm not on my time, I'm not on my time. I'm not going to, I'm not going to cut into Jack's time. I'm not going to cut into my wife's time. I'm not going to cut into Charlotte's time. Um, because otherwise then I'm just being selfish at that point. You know, when I, 
I'll tell you this. I know for a fact that I used to hang out at work all the time pre-kids, you know, after work was over, I'd be sitting there, I'd be chatting, I'd be doing whatever. And Megan, Megan used to drive her nuts when we started dating. She'd be like, hey, let's go, let's go home or whatever. And I'm like, what, we're just sitting and chatting. And that's totally like, that's just kind of a microcosm of that hour there is an hour I could have worked out in. You know, that hour there is an hour that I could have hung out with my kids and then gone out to work and not felt like I was stealing their time. So I don't know, you know, I don't, maybe people are better out there than I am, you know, they, they, they directly go to work, they directly come home, you know, and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know. I, I find that me time is not my worry as much as am I using the time for everything else that I need to, um, you know, you, you mentioned a couple of days ago, last week, I was not having a great, uh, work day. You know, when I came home, he said, take care of number one, like, but to me, I can do that without cutting into their time too. So I don't know, you know, they, so I, so I gave up the podcast that night, you know, I didn't give up Jack time or something like that. You gave up um, Jeff time is what you give up. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, no, right. no, that's fine. <laughs> Let's just give up Jeff time. That's fine. But it's the, the, <laughs> the exercise piece in particular, because I, I don't know, part of me again, kind of thinks, Hey, listen, I'll muddle through these years. It's into a regular activity. And then I'll just, you know, kind of partner with that drop them off, you know, at whatever it is he's doing come back. You know, I, I watch, I watch my parents of my wrestlers do that all the time. You know, they, they, there's a dad who walks the track at all the gyms we go to when we go to the tournaments and he's like, Hey, I get my exercise in. So I don't know. I, I just, that's kind of one of those things that I've been thinking about in that sense. Um, I know a guy who hasn't been in the gym in January yet. So, <laughs> Hey, I thought that was, well, that is what I told you to do, right? I mean, the new year's resolution, all those people are there. So just let them fizzle out and then you I'd can say. go back and it'll be good. <laughs> right? I mean, it's about that time though. It's about that time to start going back. <laughs> what? I got to go back? Yeah, so, I know it. I know. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, and, and Megan, I guess not to speak for my wife, but thinking about her, her, her me time that she takes sometimes comes in the form of things that don't sound like me time, but really are like going shopping and not, not like sharp shopping frivolously, but like the grocery store. She finds going to the grocery store by herself to be relaxing. You know, I'm at home with the kids, whatever it may be, um, you know, going to run errands, you know, going, going with her sister to go do something. Um, and I think that there's value to that as well. Uh, you know, kind of realizing again, me time is what you make of it in some ways. So yeah, it's your choice, right? I, I mean, me time is the time without kids, you know, a lot of the time. So what do you, what do you choose to do with that time? I guess is that's a good point. You know, you bring up some good, good thoughts there of how do we spend that extra time and, and are we using it to, to do what we can to, to maximize the time with our kids? Oh, it's, I think that's a good point. All right. So, uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a great conversation. And, and of course we can go further into that and we will eventually, I'm sure, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's good for now. A lot of food for thought and kind of went back and forth a little bit there, which is always fun. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I'm excited for this next part, which is your rant of the week, Scott. So what are we ranting about today? I, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that could be on the docket given that it's uh exam time at the end of the semester, but I'm going to keep it off the kids for a moment. Um, I'm going to rant about our lovely state of Michigan. I'm going to rant about the fact that it's been negative 
four degrees for like three weeks and then it's 50 degrees and then it's negative four degrees and then it's 50 degrees and then it's negative four degrees. Um, I know Jeffrey that you have some, some furry animals around your house and uh, dander has not been a concern of yours over time, but I'm, I'm a person who has allergies. I I, I don't know what they are, but I have them, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a quandary. I've never been to an, uh, a specific doctor for it, but, there's pretty much nothing more miserable than the fluctuation of temperature for me. Um, I wake up every morning not knowing if I'm going to have a completely dry, sore throat or just be completely clogged up full of sinus cavities. So, um, you know, there's a saying we have in Michigan that if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes and it'll change. Uh, I'm not saying that that's accurate. I'm saying that, listen, just make your mind up for maybe longer than five days i'd appreciate that so um i don't know i don't know what your your school is like by the way too but uh our school is old you know it's it's a 1970s building 1970s uh framework in the sense of when that temperature fluctuates from 50 to negative five they're not turning the heaters off all of a sudden you know, because that thing takes a couple of days to shut down. It's like you're going to be sitting there in an 84 degree room in a moment and you're going to complain about it. And then some smart person will turn the furnace off only to then temperature drop down to negative five and you have to have all your kids wear jackets. So um, come on, Michigan, get it together. Do something unlike you've ever done before in your history and be moderately temperate. Why can't you be San Diego? All right. What's wrong with you? San Diego. That's my rant. <laughs> I don't think that's what it means. Yeah, I agree to disagree. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's 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 where I've been. I like it. I like yeah. That my my big thing with that is uh, we haven't had any snow days yet this year. I know you guys have. Boo. Yeah, so we're we're a little uh, upset at the weather. We're not happy about it. Did I? Have I we? So. I don't think we oh, have. We had some temperature days though. We. I wasn't, we weren't in school during those. Um, my school wasn't. Yeah. That was that, that was that week of the new year. Yeah. No, we've had, we've had, uh, early release in order to get the elementary's, uh, buses going, but that's the only one. So, yeah. Gotcha. 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 All right. Well, there's uh there's your rant. I know you all tune in to hear Scott rant, (laughs) a little piece of my childhood right there. Uh, so we are moving on to the hot seat. Scotty, you are going to be on the hot seat and all right. I told you in our, our rundown here that it's a good one. That's what it's I a good one. So it's, <laughs> I, you still don't know what the topic is, but I told you that it's a good one. No, so I we're, don't. Uh, we're looking forward. So this is, uh, this is going to be the music edition of the Ooh. hot seat. Music edition. Yeah. It's a, uh, first of all, let's, uh, let's get some background here. You listen to your music these days. Oh, I'm a radio guy. Uh, streaming radio, radio in the car. I I like unpredictability. Uh, I don't like the the newspaper, evening TV. You know all that stuff from uh, whatever that show was. Step by step. Um, no, Fuller House. Full House. Sorry. Full but, House. Uh, there you go. Sorry, my bad. It was TGIF. No, was you, went, you went with the lesser known TGIF. <laughs> I tried to show my um, uh, my skills and it backfired. Versatility there. Uh. So I, I, I love radio. I, you know, I'll plug my phone in and I'll play an album every once in a while, but even in school, I stream, um, just radio stations essentially. So, you know, I, I, I like not knowing what's coming next. So that's my big You go on iHeartRadio? What are you going? 
Uh, Amazon, almost, uh, almost, almost exclusively Amazon at school. It's pretty much the only streaming that is allowed through. Um, but otherwise, you know, I'll, I'll Pandora it up okay. and I, I love ads too. So I don't pay for that. You know, I like, right. I like my music interrupted by ads. So don't, yeah. don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. Give me some ads, more ads, more ads. How if do I know you... what's happening at Home Depot? Otherwise <laughs> I will take more ads. If you pay me money, then I will, I will That's take right. more ads. <laughs> All right. So uh, talking about Pandora, what's your go-to station? Let's say uh, no kids. No kids are around. What's your go-to station on Pandora? Uh, kids or no kids. It's uh, the old ke money sign. Ha. That's uh, by far the number one played. No, Kesha. Really? You know, she's, listen, She's she's got some real stinkers that I'll skip over. Um, she's not the classiest no. dame when it comes to some lyrics, no. uh, but I love I love her beat. She's always got a good beat. It's always good to dance to. You know, I'd give it a forty-two on the scorecard. Um, it's a great workout, great workout station. Uh, forty-two American Bandstand. Forty-two out of what? American American Bands. I don't know. Ten fives, right? Isn't okay. that how all that right. works? All right. Listen, do you think I watched American Bandstand? I'm just making this up as I go. <laughs> Hey, uh, um, hey uh, speaking of balancing life and kids and date nights, uh, July 18th, July 18th, DTE, Kesha is going to be there. And uh, who's, do you know who's with it? Macklemore. It's fantastic. Macklemore. We yeah. already have our tickets. So if you go, we can sit together. Oh, I didn't know that. Are you guys yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yard, yarding it? Whatever the yeah, word oh, is. Yeah, Ron's, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> yarding it <laughs> i don't yeah we're gonna yard it we're gonna we're gonna yard it that's funny yeah so check that out we can uh, we can go together anyway uh if you had to choose one song to play over and over for like a day or two or a week what would it be one song uh i'm gonna switch to billy joel if i if i got one song on repeat man what am i gonna pick you know Scenes from an Italian restaurant is a, it's probably my favorite song. Uh, it, it opens slow. It ends slow. It's fast in the middle. It's got saxophone. It's got a story. It's, it's beautiful. Um, that's a real strong, strong contender there. Uh, American pie Don McLean would possibly be a second, but there's a song that follows it on his greatest. hits called Vincent. So I'm I'm uh, I'm being obscure for for the yeah, non-experts. I here, haven't heard of two of those three songs. Scenes scenes from an Italian rest. Well, you've you've heard of American Pie. You oh, stop. That's the um, one that I've heard of out of the three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vin, Vincent though, it's about Vincent Van Gogh. I don't know. It always always hits me well. So um, right. those are mine. Nice. Uh, give me a song that you cannot stand. <sighs> I don't. <laughs> I can't tell you. I really can't because the only songs I can't stand are the songs that I can't dance to. And there's so not a lot of them. them. Oh, sorry. No, you could. No, see, that's the thing. You could dance to all of this garbage that's up there. I <laughs> dance to terrible songs. Like every once in a while, I'll stop and actually listen to the lyrics. And oh, I just look around and I'm like, really? This is what I'm dancing to? But, but I don't know. So I, <clears throat> here's, here's the one thing I can't stand in music. If I, if I'm going to say it though, I can't stand lyrics that aren't creative or or imaginative in the sense of like if you have to use an explicit explicit um uh language 
to get around something like creatively, I'm totally fine with it. Okay. Or if it's got like a message behind it, I'm totally fine with it. I don't mind any of those things, but if all you're doing is saying the expletive again and again and again, it's stupid. So those are, those are the songs that I, I, I would not. All say right. All right. Uh, high school wrestling. You gotta get pumped up or football. You gotta get pumped up. What's your go-to song? What's your pump up song? I, I mean, there's no way not to have Survivor there. You know, you, you get some Eye of the Tiger, you know, you get coming out. Ding, 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 That's a good one. Final Countdown, you know, popularized in this area by the Bad Boys of the Pistons. Uh, that That's certainly a go-to there. Um, there's a lot of good hip-hop, but you got to be careful in the school setting. You know, you got to yeah. make sure you have a cleaned-up track. And uh, I, I, I don't know, you, you hang around sport venues as well. Cleaned up track, by the way, does not mean taking out the middle syllable of a word. Cleaned up track is actually redone. There's no longer there. Um, that's just, you know, little little thing there. Right, right. Uh, <clears throat> first concert. First concert you ever went to. James Taylor. Ooh. James Taylor. Went with, uh, went with uh, Kelly, my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big concert goer. So this was uh, this was real late in life, 17, 18, something like that. Not nice. real late in life, but right. most people, you know, your experienced self uh, went to concerts uh, more frequently than I. So Sure. What about the, the last concert? What's the last concert you remember going to? Oh, uh, blah, 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 blah. I, I'm, I'm going to confess I'm a serial radio participant i don't know what the right word is i i i call into radio and so i go to a lot of free concerts um i'd say when i say a lot i mean three four a year maybe something like that um i don't remember them all (laughs) i'm trying to think if i went to one recently actually uh i'm trying to stretch back i don't think there's been anything this year you better get on that let's go i don't know yeah i don't it's well you know the funny thing is middle school is the best job to work because it's drive time and you're always going to work during drive time in middle school high school we're too early there's no contest at 6 a.m the contests <laughs> are at 7 30 so just you know a little heads up there i don't know i'll i'll think about it but i don't know right. my last right. uh have you seen anybody more than once in concert <sighs> I don't think so. I don't. No. I don't think I have a double up on anyone. May, I, you know what? Maybe like a band that was at like a compilation. You know, night eighty night eighty nine X stole Christmas or something like that. Okay. I might have seen one of those bands twice, but never purchased tickets to a concert specifically twice for someone. Wow. All right. All right. No. No greatest hits there. No. Uh, no favorites. We don't play favorites. No, I can't see, but I like it's the same thing. I like radio. I, I'd rather I'd rather go to a, a a random act that's not even one of my favorites than to go see. I can't, you know, like people who follow Springsteen. I don't get it. Yeah. They're like, oh, dude, but did you see the set list in you know Kentucky? And I'm like, right, right. it's the same songs. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's he just played. You, I, this was you know the big one when we were in high school was dave man dude he played 41 last night he never plays 41 and right I'm like, well, okay well okay yeah <laughs> awesome yeah cool <clears throat> i i gotta tell you i i got three uh three groups or performers that i've seen more than once can you name uh-huh. any of those three uh Basson has to be one of them. Basson right? is not one. <laughs> nice try. Um 
Shania Twain. Really? No. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. No. Listen, what I'm is glaringly so obvious? I'm locked into like I'm locked into your like uh, CD collection from 1997 right now. That was my mother's CD. That wasn't mine. Hey, yeah. Um, I I don't know. What What do you got? Britney Spears, man. Britney. You went twice. Oh yeah. Why'd you go the second time? Uh, like five years ago. Vegas. <laughs> no, and uh, it was before she she did her Vegas thing. She was touring still. Sorry, in Grand Rapids. Oh. Uh, then well. Uh, Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. I've seen him, uh, I think, three times. And then Ben Folds, we've seen a couple times. Yeah. 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 You know. I like those. Those are good ones. Yeah. All right. Uh, almost done here. Almost to the rapid fire. One last before that. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but back in, in <laughs> high school, <laughs> you wrote a card for me to give to my girlfriend. I think it was an I'm sorry card. I don't, I don't even remember the circumstances. <laughs> But you wrote this card for me to give to my my then girlfriend. Oh. Here was a song lyric that you used. Do you remember that song lyric? <laughs> there's no chance. There's <laughs> there's not just no chance. There's like negative chance. Because I can't. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many times I've told children that I teach? Like, if I could go back in time to 13-year-old Scott, I would just punch him in the face and say, stop it. Um, no, I, it's, I would too. That's cool. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, what was the song lyric I put in your well, apology card? Here's and the thing. I didn't <laughs> know that it was a song lyric until like 10 years later. Oh, so I, I like, didn't know the song. Did I, did, I, did I pass it off as like poetry? Like I think original? you did. I think you passed it off like you came up with this crap. Listen, the pre-internet, know. the pre-internet age was a beautiful thing for it me. It was a wonderful thing. <laughs> so the quote was, uh, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here, I have oh, something to go with you. Steelers wheel. You know? yeah. yeah. No clue that that wasn't a Scott Cortland original. <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> all right. All right. So thank you for that. Anyway, rapid fire. Rapid fire. End of the, uh, end of the it line. Obvi- it, ob- it obviously didn't work out, by the it way. It did not. It did not help. <laughs> uh, she probably knew it was a song lyric. Uh, yeah. Anyway. It worked out for the best. Trust me. Uh so I've got uh, – we're talking one-hit wonders here with our rapid fire. Ooh. One-hit wonders. Ooh. The first uh, – so I'm going to give you the name of the song. You need to give me the artist. I'm dead. And, and I know right. you're good at this because you used to play this uh, with the radio at uh, when you were lifeguarding. You would always say who the yeah. song it yeah, when I, was. When I, when I said uh, – point, Scott. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. So – we're going to start with the top 10, according to Ranker, the top 10. And these are all from the 90s, by the way. These are straight 90s. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, number one, Bittersweet Symphony. Uh, the Verve Pipe. Ooh, close. Just The Verve. Not Verve Pipe. Two different bands. I. They are? Two different bands. Yep. Which, did, did the other one do Freshman? Yes. Yep, that was Verve Pipe. Okay. The Verve. All right. Bitter, okay. Bitter no. Yeah. I, um, I always thought they were the same band. Interesting. Yeah. You learned something today. Uh, jump Around. <laughs> uh, uh, House of Pain. There you go. Closing Time. Semisonic. No Point Rain. Scott. No Rain. Uh, I was going to go with Garbage, but that's I'm only happy when it rains. No Rain. Melon. Blind Melon. 
Allen. Ah. I know. Close, close. I think I listened you to got that this one. Day. You got this one. Baby got back. Sir Mix a lot. There you go. I'm going to be, parentheses, 500 miles. Oh, uh, the, when I got the, da, 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 da. the hell was their name? I don't know. I what is that? Walk the Proclaimers. Oh, the Proclaimers. How yeah. did I miss that? How did you miss that one? <laughs> ice, ice, baby. Uh, vanilla ice. And you you washed your mouth out with soap for calling him a one-hit wonder. Uh, Ranker called him a one-hit wonder. And yes, the only other hit he had was the Ninja Turtles song. So, huh? Uh, huh? <laughs> anyway, uh, what is love? Uh, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this one either. Hadaway. Oh, Hadaway. Hadaway. Yeah. Groove is in the heart. Groove is in the heart. Um, no idea. Delight. There are no. three E's in delight, by the way. <laughs> delight. Uh, you get what you give. Can you hum? Can you hum a tune? <laughs> I don't know that one. I mean, I'm sure I do. Uh, it had the Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. Da, 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 da. Oh, no, I don't hold back. You got the reason within that one? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know the band though. Uh, that was New Radicals. New Radicals. New Radicals. Oh. And now that was the top 10. Now I'm gonna, I'm just gonna find, I found some good <laughs> we're go, ones. We're going into the deep weeds. We're going right. wrong. I found some good ones from the rest of them. First one is, uh, is one that, you know, you love to listen to growing up, but you couldn't listen around your parents. Uh, <laughs> bitch. Uh, Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. No, right? come on. Come on. Who are you? <laughs> Meredith Brooks. Meredith Brooks. Meredith right? Brooks. Yeah. I, I can picture the music video. One of like it. maybe 10 music videos. <laughs> I know it. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe. A dude, it's on every Jock Jams ever. I have no clue. Who sings that? No. Rednecks. Rednecks with an X at with the an X. X with an X rednecks. <laughs> uh, whoop! There it is. Shakalaka, shakalaka, shakalaka. Um, nope, I don't have an idea. It's right in the lyrics. Tag team back again. Oh, see, wouldn't have known that. Um, you know what's hurting me right now? By the way, I have the Canadian artists stuck in my head from all of those cheap knockoff compilations. Knockoff CDs we got at Best Buy. We're like, hey, this is a great deal. This only costs three bucks for fifty songs. This is awesome. Oh, it's Canadian artists that sound nothing like the original. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blue parentheses Dabadi. I'm a Dabadi. I'm a need of a guy. Yeah. Um. Uh, you had that CD. Um, I thought their name was Blue. That's awkward. <laughs> Aquaman? No, that's Barbie Girl. Uh, I don't know. Eiffel 65. Ah, uh, see? Yep. Uh, I'm Too Sexy. Right said Fred. There you go. Back on God, the wagon. God awful 90s, yeah. Uh, Sex and Candy. Uh, Marcy's Playground. Marcy Playground, nice. Save Tonight. Eagle Eye Cherry. Yes. And last one, How Bizarre. Help is on. Help is on. The help is uh, on. <laughs> is it fat and fat? No, it's not fastball. It's not. Uh, no, that's the way. Uh, same era. I don't know. Who is it? OMC. Oh. OMC. OMC. Nope. We're going to miss. 
Nope. All right. Well, that is, uh, that's it, Scott. That was our one hit wonders. That was our music edition. You are now off the hot seat. That was a good, that was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, I, I said it was a good one. It was a good one. It was a good one. My my hot seats seem to last a long time here. So hopefully your 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 butt cools <laughs> off after a while. But all right, let's uh, we're almost done here. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up with a good dad joke here. Dad jokes. You know, I just want to say society should respect dad jokes. For no other reason than I like to tell them. Um, all right. You know, it's it's funny that our hot seat was music-based because my dad joke is music-based as well. Um, what, Jeffrey, what do you call a musician? Uh, Jay-Z. No. They're a troubled person. Oh, my gosh. Troubled person, that's bad. I was going with the '99 problems from uh, from Jay Z. Nope, nope, that's not one. That's not one. That was not one. That was not one. Troubled person. Wow, troubled hey, person. Just because you were a bass clef doesn't mean you need to be bad. Okay? I seriously, it's uh, I'm all about that bass, man. No trouble. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. This is. Uh, Box of Cargoes on the Y'all Don't Say That Network. Check us out, Facebook, Twitter, uh, y'alldon'tsaythat.com, backslash Crocs and Cargoes. Uh, catch up on all the latest episodes. This is 19, uh, and we are on our way to 20 next week, which is going to be awesome. Uh, looking forward to some great uh, guest hosts coming on uh, shortly with us, which uh, I know Scott's been working on. So looking forward to that. And uh, Give us a give us a shout if you're if you're listening. You got any questions? You want to join us? You want to sponsor us? Whatever you want to do, just uh, you know, talk to us. Give us a shout. Give us a retweet, and uh, hopefully everybody out there has a wonderful week. And uh, we'll hit you up next week, Scott. That sounds fast. Yeah, you have a great week, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go give some more finals tomorrow. Yeah. Woo! Crocs, cargoes, cargoes, crocs, crocs, cargoes, cargoes, crocs.